Welcome to The Secret Life of a Nanny. Let's get started with episode one. This episode we are talking about first. First kiss, first crush and first double date. I have decided to stay anonymous with this podcast. Just makes it a little bit more fun. But I will tell you that I am female, of course. I'm in my mid-twenties and I am single. And I live in London. And that is really all you need to know to enjoy this podcast. But today, I thought we'd talk about one of our first. Now, I don't mean losing our virginity. I mean the first time you kissed a boy. A lot of people think of the first kiss in many different ways. It could be a peck, it could be a snog, or it could be full on tongue. Now, I'm pretty sure I give plenty of boy a kiss, just a peck on the lips. Now, I don't think of that as my first kiss. I don't remember it. I'm sure it was somewhere in my childhood. I think of my first kiss as the first time that you properly kiss somebody, like deeply, deeply kiss them. And I would have been 13 at the time. Now, 13 year old me had a big crush on this guy. He was popular and he was sweet and he was kind. So I would always go round where he lived in hopes that he would be out that night and we could hang out and have fun. And one night we actually arranged to meet up. Now there was a big group of us, so it was nothing special, but I kind of felt like it was, even though there was six, at least six other people with us. And then he gets called home for his dinner. Cause yes, we're all 13, we have to go home for dinner time. <laughs> but usually you're allowed to play back out after that. But in this time, I was on my own for a while and a couple of the other guys, girls and guys, still hung around they didn't need to go for dinner they either had it earlier like i had or they just didn't want it i started talking to this other guy just because i had nobody else to chat to and we started wandering around this park and it was right near a school and we wandered around the school and he kissed me full on kiss me and i was shocked to say the least I had come here hoping to kiss the boy of my dreams and ended up kissing the bad boy of the school now I can't say it was an amazing kiss but if you've ever seen the movie Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging that was the kind of kiss that we had the kind of kiss that bit wet and very unnatural and we hadn't pulled away 
for five seconds when my crush comes walking around the corner. Oh, I was shocked and I was surprised. Luckily, I don't quite think he noticed what we were doing. But it's funny because 13 year old me, that was just the most devastating thing that happened, but also the most movie magical thing that also had happened. That is something you see in movies. You kiss a guy and then your crush comes around the corner and oh, you've been caught. I lived on that high for so long. And yeah, me and my crush eventually did kiss, but my first kiss was just hilarious and it wasn't perfect but I liked it and it was a really good first kiss and a really good story to tell. Now there's a lot of other firsts in your life as you're growing up, as you go through school, your first boyfriend, the first time you lose your virginity but that is for another day. Now School is challenging. I was never great at school. I never had the best friend. I never was part of a big group. I had mediocre friends, but a lot of them. I never, I wanted to be a friend of the world. I wanted to be everybody's friends, guys and girls. So I dipped my toe in all the different friendship groups. I made friends and connections with all the different friends. But if you're friends with everybody, you have no real time to make a lasting, meaningful connection with any one person. And I didn't realize that at the time. I had spread myself thin. I couldn't be anybody's best friend or in a group that did everything with each other all weekend long because I had so many different friends that I could only spend a little bit of time with each. So although they were my friends and I would get invited to group things every now and again, I was never anybody's top of the list. And I felt like that my whole life actually. I was never anybody's first pick. And now that I'm older, it doesn't bother me because I've realised now everybody's different. Everyone has their own things going for them. But 13-year-old me really, really didn't get that. So talking about first, there's um, a couple of other firsts that happened that really shaped my life. Now, one of the biggest firsts was when I thought I was in love. There was a boy and he was gorgeous and he was funny and he was tall and I probably knew him pretty well. We had classes together and we hung out together we would walk home together. He was perfect. 
and I was so in love with him but I was far too nervous and too shy and too timid to do anything about it so I didn't I didn't do anything about it and he got a girlfriend gorgeous girl she was perfect and I wanted to hate her so much but I couldn't because she was so nice and she was funny and she was actually a friend of mine and before you think about it no she didn't betray me or anything like that she didn't know she didn't I didn't tell anybody about my crush I didn't think anybody needed to know about it so fair game you know I was very heartbroken but I don't I think that's okay to be heartbroken and I moved on and then came guy number two the second biggest crush I ever had and he was funny and he was gorgeous and he was kind and we had classes together and we hung out together he was perfect so the first guy broke up with his girlfriend which made me a little bit happy i'm not gonna lie i mean we're 13 i don't think many loves last forever at 13 but still gave me a little bit of joy until she set her eyes on my new crush now this girl we were similar we both had tan skin we both had dark hair and dark eyes which was very rare in our school so it kind of made it all the worse if they had gone and been with somebody completely different than me blonde or ginger or anything else I wouldn't feel so bad because I'm just not their type but she was so similar to me that it made it so much worse I was truly the second best and that was hard that was really hard now the fun thing about being a teenager is you hide a lot of your feelings now you always think you are the only one doing it you always think you are the only one feeling the sadness or feeling the pain but really everyone is just as scared as each other in school now many years later I was still very good friends with both of the ex-crushes I had but particularly the first one and we actually had math class together and sat next to each other and one day we just started chatting about a few years ago I told him that when we were 13 I had a big 
crush on him. And you know what he told me? Go on, I'll let you have a guess. He had a crush on me too. I was shocked. I mean, I clearly didn't guess it. And I just kind of stared at him in awe thinking, I could have been with you if I'd only plucked up the courage to tell you how I felt. I mean, things like this have to happen and they have to shape who you're going to become. Everything in life happens for a reason. And I truly believe it. we don't have much choice. I think everything that is happening has already happened and we're just going through the motions of it. We are just watching our life on replay and we really don't have a choice about what happens. Now, you would think that that would be a bad thing, but I also believe that everything happens for the best. Now, if I had dated this guy in school when I was a young teen, I may have fallen in love and I may not have moved away I may not have branched out and I may be just a little bit bored. You know, you never know. I love where I am now. I love the life I'm living. And I don't think that it ruined my life because I didn't get the crush. Although, be it at the time, oh, it was devastating. And I sang in my kitchen and I poured my heart out its song. And it's funny because now I get rejected and I just kind of laugh it off and I'm just like, well, yes, of course, not. I'm not everybody's type. I mean, everybody has somebody who they're attracted to and there are so many different types of people in this world that you're going to find the one and I've just accepted that, that it'll happen when it happens and I'm not going to rush into it. Now, this podcast isn't always going to be just about me 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 I want to talk about other things on here as well and one of the things I really want to talk about is books now I love reading books books is an escape and tv can be an escape too and film and podcasts It can all be an escape, but there's just something about reading a book that I love. Now, I've tried audiobooks and I I don't know if it's the people's voices or what, but I have yet to find an audiobook that I can listen to. I personally, I love crime books now there is an author that i love called lisa gardner and she does this brilliant series called the detective warren series and it's awesome because you don't actually need to follow the series it's just the same detective in all the books So you can make a connection with a detective and things will happen in her life throughout the years but it doesn't mean you have to read them all in order or you have to read every book which I love about that. And 
another thing I love about books is it's just so liberating when you finish one. I'm I'm a serial reader. No, wrong word. I'm a binge reader. Just like how I'm a binge. I'm a binger. I don't like to wait for things. <laughs> I binge watch shows. I will wait till it all come out so I can binge it. And I do the same with books. I will binge read three or four books in a week or a weekend and then I will not read for months. And then again, I binge read. I was going to say binge watch then. No, I binge everything. Now, is it healthy? I honestly have no idea. You tell me. Does anybody else have this? Does anybody else binge books? Now, binge shows, I get, because you just get so excited. But when I binge books, I don't necessarily read the next book in the in the story. I just, I just get in a flow and I just start reading and I just can't stop. Ah, uh, it's not that bad. I love my books anyway. Now, other than books, I studied film for a while in school. In college, I studied film. And I was so excited. I thought, well, yes, this means school trips to the cinema. We're going to be learning all sorts of fun things about how you film an action film and horror films and the tricks of the trade. No. No, no, no. (laughs) I was truly wrong. Now, the topics that we delved into in my school years were German cinema. Now, I mean, I love Germany. I've got nothing against Germany, but I don't speak German. And reading subtitles on films is boring. Now, we we looked at German cinema and then after that, I thought, great, next topic. Let's dive into something different. Let's listen to some English words. Our teacher decided that we were going to do German silent films. Yes, silent films, but were German. I mean, I can't speak the language and now I have to read the language and try and read the English underneath. And it was not what I expected but I still did it and I learnt a lot but I cannot watch a movie the same again and we were warned that was the first thing our teacher said that once we learnt how to decrypt and decode films and know all the different bits and bobs and plot twists and this we could never just watch a film and it's true I can't watch a film. I always seem to know what happens. And I mean, sometimes it's fine, but sometimes you want that. You want the suspense and you want not knowing. But unfortunately, that has ruined for me. Now, I still love cinemas and I have 
a monthly pass to movies and I go and I watch and I watch and I go and sometimes I go to cinema and watch three films in a row because sometimes you just want to escape and I have cried I have laughed I have gone so through so many emotions in a movie theatre now back to another first which happened at a movie theatre actually I I forgot about this I thought I had my first date when I was 19 now it was an average first date but since I decided to do this podcast I looked back on my life and I looked at all the different things that had happened and this story I had forgotten about now it's not a bad story it's it's fine it's funny it was actually my first date which I don't know how I forgot it it was a brilliant first date in my eyes but it was actually a double date with my friend now my friend was a bit more out there now I didn't have my sexual awakening till I was probably 15 and this was going back to 13 14 year old me and I had barely kissed a boy and I was going on a double date with my friend and her boyfriend and his stepbrother who was 17. Now at the time I was thrilled getting an older guy and we went to the cinema I thought brilliant let's go we're gonna watch some awesome film have a great time maybe get some food now this was around the time tangled came out the disney movie tangled yes the rapunzel one i (laughs) i'm a bit i love disney disney is great and i was genuinely excited (laughs) to go see tangled but they had other plans now i found out that the only reason they had um decided to pick tangled was it had been out a while and we were the only people in there now i immediately thought it was odd that we went and sat at the back in the corner i'm the person who if i go watch a movie i have to be the middle of the row and in the middle of the screen like i just want to be perfectly in the middle so when we went and sat in the back corner i was disappointed because it was empty the cinema was empty so why could we not sit anywhere we wanted now the next odd thing happened when my friend and her boyfriend decided not to sit with us and decided to sit a couple of rows back you know privacy whatever fine we started watching the movie and he puts his arm around me and i'm as stiff as a rock yes i have no game (laughs) i'm not very cool in the way of 
that and he lead in a couple of times and I just sat there poker straight did not move did not flinch I was a nervous wreck I decided that halfway through I needed a break from uh, being as stiff as a board and decided to go to the toilet. As I stood up and left, I just turned around just to, you know, see if she wanted to come with me. And they were just going at it. Now, they were really going to town in this cinema. And I was shocked. I went to the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and I just couldn't believe it. Now that is something you see on movies and I never actually thought it happened in real life. I was innocent. I had only kissed a boy. I could not think about doing that. And in a blooming Disney movie. Now that was a whole different experience. But it was hilarious. And while on the topic of this um, group date, for some reason, we decided to go on a second group date. Now, I didn't even hold this boy's hand and he wanted a second date with me. Bearing in mind he was 17 and you would think would have expected a bit more, but he was just so sweet and so kind that I said of course let's go on another double date to where you ask to his bedroom now I would have been freaked out by that if I was on my own but it was a group date remember my friend and her boyfriend and me and my guy now we decided to put on a movie and just sit and watch it so we perched on the end of the bed and started to watch the classic Ali G and behind me I didn't turn around but I could just tell they were not watching the film now I always try to be a good friend and I never wanted to interrupt anyone's fun even if it wasn't what I wanted to do So I sat very awkwardly in this boy's bedroom watching Ali G or my friends make out behind me. This time the boy, even he, was a bit uncomfortable by the whole situation. Which luckily for me he uh, found an excuse to cut it all short. So date number two didn't go quite as well now I don't blame him or my friend because we were young and our parents would definitely never let us in a room with a boy on our own but you're a group of you they don't think anything like that would happen little did I know many many years later I would be part of a different group that did similar things around each other but that's a story for next time so I thought it might be fun because we've talked a lot about kissing this episode that I would give you just a couple of facts
about kissing. So the first one is that we spend two weeks of our lives kissing. People spend about 336 hours snogging. Now that is a long time, but I'm not surprised. Everybody loves a good smooch. Now, the next fact is about the world's longest kiss. Now, a couple set the record in 2011 for 46 hours, 24 minutes and nine seconds. And they decided to break their own record. Now, if you've won a record and nobody else has beat it, why do you want to beat it again? But they did. And they kiss without a break for 58 hours, 35 minutes and 98 seconds. That is insane. Imagine kissing somebody for over two days and two nights. You would have to fall asleep kissing each other. One of you would have to stay awake while the other one slept. Otherwise, your lips could come apart if you rolled over. You would have to go to toilet with this person kissing you. You would have... When would you be able to eat? You wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to eat or drink for 58 hours. That is just incredibly insane. So, this was some of my first my first kiss and my first crush and my first double date and my only double date I think I was well and truly scarred by that one but maybe in the future some other guy will sweep me off my feet and we'll go on a double date and it will maybe turn out a bit better I don't mind these things in life have shaped who I am and I love it. But before I go, I want to hear your first. Now, there is one big first that I didn't talk about, but I think I'm going to leave that for another podcast. This podcast was still in my innocent phase when I didn't know any better and a lot happened to me before I lost my virginity. I would like to share with you guys I need to tell you about them because otherwise the story of how I lost my virginity wouldn't quite be as special as it is now so this is it this is my first podcast and I hope you enjoyed it now I would love to hear about your first kiss your first date your first crush so email me at secretnanny.podcast at gmail.com and tell me your stories and how amazingly horrifying, terrific it all was. And I'll see you next time. This is The Secret Life of a Nanny. Bye.